You are listening to sad star seeds, angels, savant syndrome, with your host, the Mystic Man. Thank you for joining. Did you know that you can leave a message to be on the show? That's right, you can. If you go to the show's description on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and mind you, it does host on many platforms. This SAS podcast, Starseeds Angels Savant Syndrome, hosts on many platforms, as most podcasts do these days. Well, if you look in the description for the show, you'll find a link to message us. You can leave a a audio recording for the show and be on air, not live, but you can ask a question or leave a statement. Heck, this show is explicit and it's rated explicit. So you can even swear. You can swear at me if you want. And roast me. And that's perfectly fine. I welcome anybody to say anything that they want. And that's freedom of speech. How it should be. I I don't know if there's a time limit on the audio recording that you're allowed to uh, record with. But uh, try to keep it a little bit short. I'd say at least under like half an hour, if that's okay with you. But yes, please do message and be on the show. You can do so anonymously. It's perfectly fine. What's happening right now inside everybody is they're going, who am I? What do you feel when you say the word I? I, myself. That today I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So we live in this perception of a perception of ourselves. Hence, my identity is made by what my parents think I should be. My identity is made up by what my college or university thinks I should achieve. I don't think there can be any more fascinating preoccupation than that. Because it's so mysterious. It's so elusive. And at a certain point, I, I realized, hey, wait a second, you know, if it's so easy to lose Jim Carrey, who the hell is Jim Carrey? At some point, when you create yourself to make it, uh, you're going to have to either let that creation go and, and take a chance on being loved or hated for who you really are. Or you're going to have to kill who you really are and fall into your grave grasping onto a character that you never were. I want you to find your own walk right now, your own way of striding, pacing, any direction, anything you want. Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. And that's why there's always an element of profound mystery in the problem of who we are. Because what you are in your inmost being escapes your examination in rather the same way that you can't look directly into your own eyes without using a mirror. You can't bite your own teeth You can't taste your own tongue, and you can't touch the tip of this finger with the tip of this finger. Doesn't it really astonish you that you are this fantastically complex thing? 
and that you're doing all of this and you never had any education in how to do it? You know, and then at some point in your life, you have to, you have to go, I don't care what it looks like. You know, I'm, I've, I've I found the hole in the psych and I'm going through. And, uh, and I'm going to face the abyss of not knowing whether that's going to be okay with everybody or not. I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? What do you think you are? We speak of coming into this world. We didn't. We came out of it. You and I are all as much continuous with the physical universe as a wave is continuous with the ocean. The ocean waves and the universe peoples. Basically, when you're really firing and it really works, it's like musicians have said it, or writers say it, it's just, you're just channeling. That's why you say that divine inspiration, which just passes, you're just letting it through you. doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Especially when something as important as the issues that are going on today. Now, I don't know if you know, but a lot of the mainstream narrative has been bogus. And what's really weird and kind of scary is that there's so many people out there that still believe that the things that were said on the mainstream media, which was caught being freaking paid out by China, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I, I didn't. I thought it was, uh, actually, to be honest, I thought it was our own government. And not even, um, not even truly the government, since the, uh, a lot of the organizations uh, you know, um, from certain intelligence agencies have run off amok. And that's common sense, actually, if you think about it. I, it whenever you would have a uh, organization that's based off of secrecy, of course there would be projects, and of course there would be parts of it that would be... Um, you know, at a level of clearance beyond at eventually anybody's ability to, uh, to find out. It would be the people within it, and that's it. That's it. Making them separate, you know, offshoots, separate uh, organizations that would have capabilities and have technology and have... Uh, knowledge and have resources to do things highly immoral. Now the reason that we have a lot of these um, like decentralization, right? 
when you look at the blockchain what is the purpose of the blockchain the purpose of the blockchain is that way you can have information that is validated easily validated by anybody open source no secrecy see that's the thing is that um, that's how manipulation works right the secrecy a lot of these uh, programs back in the past after you look at things like the uh, project paperclip were designed for mind control like what was that um, other project oh I forget you know how it goes in any case Thank you for joining. This is a very important time in human history. You are incarnated right now for a reason, and a good reason. And um, I'm not one to judge, but also in the same sense, from a level of anybody, like whenever you have notice that irresponsibility is common ground on a level where you have more responsibility and more dignity and more character than the actions around you. Or sensibility too, you gotta think of that, reasonability, logic. Very important things and um, selflessness the ability to be humble because I mean you cannot inherently have understanding over something if you are prideful in it it's a very fundamental flaw it's 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 obvious too dimensionally you would be one-sided you would be missing the entire understanding of the other side and values go in a wheel it's a cycle that's what the zodiac is a cycle a wheel of values whether you believe in astrology or not you can write a, draw a circle write the values of each of the zodiac signs you will find that as you empathize and you put yourself in any one category, you look to the other opposite end, you will find that by default, the values that are being upheld are being ignorant and obtuse and in denial of the very valid values of the opposite side. That's why there were 12 trials of Hercules before he came to be immortal. The God, again, as his right was, that's how it goes, and that's how it is with all of us. It's essentially, it's dimensional. You see, as we look at that drawing that you drew, the circle, with the values written around it, that's a 2D surface. That's a two-dimensional surface. Now, you would not be able to go and see the other side only from a one-dimensional perspective. Uh, you know, uh, in, uh, in uh, physics, we would put it the opposite way, of course, because, I mean, obviously you are looking at that two-dimensional form in a whole from a three-dimensional realm as we mentally proceeded. But... In the sense of the value and seeing the value and being of the value from that values perspective it would be the one dimensional platform as it looks out as you look out you would not be able to see the other side at all specifically so it's important that we respect 
values that we each have, it's also important that we speak up about our values. Because, to be honest, sometimes we have values and we try to do things based on those values while we're ignorant of the dynamics that affect others. And we're ignorant of the dynamics of the opposite value. And, you know, and that every single sign of that zodiac from a, you know, one-dimensional perspective would be like, oh, no, I know it all. I understand it all. Oh, no, I can know the words that the other one claims. I understand the words, so that means I understand the values. That is not true at all. It's not true. Just because you know the words does not mean you understand. Understanding comes from within. It comes from experience. It comes from empathy. If you don't have the experience, because you can empathize and then have a emotional understanding. And every single bit of understanding comes from that emotion. It comes from the heart. Understanding does not come from the mind. It does not come from the brain. Data and memory goes from the brain. But you cannot have understanding from mere data. You cannot. It's about the experience of the being with the data, which becomes the passion of it. What was that that um, David Hume said? Reason can only ever hope to be slave to passion, and ought to only be slave to passion. And I am fully, fully in agreement with that. The passions come first. That's what guides us. That's what makes our choices. Now those should definitely always, 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 always be respectful and reflective of logic and reason. Always. That's why patience is important. And in the irony of it all, sometimes we have to act swift. I was not swift enough with this petition that I wrote. I uh, started it before this whole thing came about. But I ended up editing it a bit, quite a bit, once this thing came about. I was a, I was like a month late. I mean, well, early, but I mean, yeah, I was, I was a month early, but at the same time, I was probably way late. I probably should have published this a long time ago, because now it's been ignored for the most part. I've got about 10 signatures so far, that's including myself. And I've edited out all of the very blameful ways that I spoke before. Before I was blameful, and then this whole thing happened, and I realized, okay, now that, that the pandemic's out, nobody's going to hear it at all if I'm coming from a place of blame. I mean, generally people don't anyways, you know. But... I mean, I, I listen to blame. I think only, like, I guess, like, only the wise listen to blame, you know? It's like if, so, if somebody blames you that you did something wrong, like, fucking listen, dude, you know? I do. You know, listen and then assess. And then if, if, if you're wrong, fucking apologize. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a little bitch. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a narcissist. That's the thing about a narcissist. A narcissist is not sorry. A narcissist does not apologize. Now, that's not necessarily to say that somebody who does not apologize or that somebody that is not sorry is a narcissist. Because mind you, in many cases, people deserve the things that they get. It's like uh, the snake that crawled over each saw and thought that something was biting him. So, wrapped itself around it, and then squeezed tighter, and just bleeding until it killed itself. 
It's like, yeah, dude, the snake freaking did something stupid. It's gonna happen, right? You know, <laughs> you blame the saw more and try to, you know, hurt the saw more. Well, what the fuck you think? You know, the thing died, right? And um, that's just how it goes. A lot of times, we are the snake. I think that's maybe where empathy comes from. You know, I mean, this argument has been a very ancient one in philosophy. The idea that things need to come full circle. That the idea that, oh, it takes suffering in order to, to have wise people in the community. I like to believe that, no, it doesn't. And that if people are just authentic from the start, empathic about it, sympathetic, caring, you know, that's, it just takes caring. That's all it takes. You're just caring. Caring goes a long way. It goes all the way. It's the whole point, you know. You don't become smart and accomplished in something if you don't care about it. That's why I say I don't believe in uh, intelligence as a, 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 a fundamental of a person's being. Because a person gains that from caring about something. Look at, uh, look at uh, Temple Grandin. She's a perfect example. Autistic doctor. Uh, professor. Published author. Has a documentary made about her. A movie, I think, too. And... Um, yeah, amazing woman, amazing woman. She's one of my heroes. What it really takes is how much you care about something. Because the more you care about something, the more understanding you're going to be of it. The more you're going to try in, in a, a project and fail in it and keep going. Just like Einstein said, he said he wasn't, he, he said he wasn't, um, he didn't consider himself a genius. Uh, just that he stuck with problems longer. So a bit before this whole pandemic thing came out, I wrote a petition on change.org. It's titled, A Secure Voting System on the Blockchain for All Things Political, for True Democracy. Now, sadly, there's a blind association going around because of a lot of aspects, but his, you know, a lot of his not so smart history and uh, not so cognitively responsible people have created dissonance around the title of Democrat. I never gave a fuck about Demo Dem you know Democrat Republican any of that shit, you know, because I like Peter Joseph understand that they're really just inherently flawed. Like they neither either actually have the values that the words actually represent and mean, you know. That's like saying um, saying you're for women's rights, but then you're uh, you know you're like a misogynist. Right? You're a dude. It's like a, a misogynist dude saying he's for women's rights. That's what it's like. You know, that's like a, a, uh, a anti, you know, like a, a Antifa Bucker. Um, well, actually, I don't know. There's a lot of. I don't even know what Antifa is, so I shouldn't talk about that, really, because I have no idea what the fuck it is. So, you know, I'm not going to act like I do. And I'm not going to uh, go on saying a repeat parrot narrative that I cannot back. Because I don't know if um, the mainstream has even been honest about that. Because they've been lying about everything. Yeah, but they've basically been trying to push this whole thing. Saying uh, Antifa was like racist, like KKK or something like that. Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, it's a lot of agendas... Um, well, you know, propaganda is propaganda. Bullshit. No bullshit peddlers. But when I say 
true democracy in this petition. I'm referring to the ability for everybody to have a vote and for everybody's voice to matter. Right now, not so much. It does not. It's, we don't have it. <laughs> we don't have it, which is impractical. It's illogical and it's inhumane. It's um, the fact that we do not have it just goes to show that. Uh, well, it's a choice, and it's it's just to choose uh, destruction. Is to choose choose um, evil people doing crooked things and benefiting from it, you know, and punishing the innocent. I don't choose that. I prefer a true democracy where we all have a vote and a choice. And the reason why I choose that over, you know, uh, crooked people gaining money over others, punishing the innocent, harming people that are innocent and benefiting from it while getting away with it, uh, in secret too. Uh, why well, I'd, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have the ability for everybody's voice to matter over that. Well, because it's authentic. Because we can. We already have the tech. We've had the tech. We've had the desire. Now, if I do anything but the desire that I know is authentic, and if I deny, even at that point, you know, uh, the ability for others to challenge that, because I could be wrong, and there might be, probably is, values that I, I'm not seeing. Or if people do not stand up and challenge that. Well, that's a vote. It's like voting for chaos. So I do not vote for chaos. Now, let's not even just say chaos, because uh, chaos actually does not mean random. It doesn't. By definition. It just means in order that we cannot perceive. Well, since understanding brings harmony, and since being understanding takes understanding, and since that takes awareness. Let's make this aware. So I begin. The problem. We of the United States of America are in deep consideration in these pressing times over our lives as well as over the safety and well-being of our families, friends, and their communities. Not due to some virus. I added that in after things happened, after the pandemic started. I, I was really shocked, but yeah, I, I, I had to cut out a lot of swear words. I'm not gonna lie, I swore in the thing, but that was rude too. And I said, uh, in this edited version, but due of a history and irresponsibility had in our country, a past which we are ashamed of, yet we maturely face an acknowledgement, because I'm trying to say that we do now and we do choose and we're facing it. And if nobody else is going to stand up and do that, I'm going to say that and I'm standing up now and I'm doing that. I'm standing up facing maturely. So, a past which we were ashamed of, yet we maturely face in acknowledgement. And an evil through greed-based mind frame 
that we now globally come to stand up together as accountable. What I mean there is all of us stand up in taking the responsibility of. That does not mean pointing, blaming, and saying, oh, you were wrong, and then punishing, because then nothing gets done. Then nothing changes. Have you noticed that? That's not responsibility, and that's not mature. The whole ad hominem of pointing and blaming. It's hard not to, sure. It's hard not to, especially when people are wrong, you know. But it gets us nowhere. I am not saying we shouldn't uh, have punishment and the legal system. I'm not saying that. We definitely do need that. What I'm saying is, from us at the individual level, if we approach it more from a place of taking responsibility maturely, then maybe we can change things. I'm not saying don't have your emotions. I'm just saying have patience with them and realize what the true, true reason we're trying to get out of standing up and speaking up and and even your pointing or my pointing or anybody's pointing that can still be there but emotionally from the person from each of us at the individual level realize the point the point is things changing the point is solving the issue Otherwise, we would be hypocrites. And I go on, since time and time again, those who did commit crimes against fellow human, benefiting of, our, of, the, of the suffering of others, many times benefiting from the murder of, did not take responsibility. And they show no signs of ever taking accountability and did deny the harm entirely as seemingly became a tradition through history. But this is not a petition to blame. This is not where I'm blaming and this is not where we should be coming from. I write on, this is an edited petition. The canonical had heavily weighed favors of acute structural violence and blatant purpose by the intent to sterilize the communities of humanity as seen in the National Security Study Memorandum NSSM 200, that's 200, December 10th, 1974, declassified, as well as reported by Angela Franks in her book, Margaret Sanger's Eugenic Legacy. I gave citation to both. And then I said, as stated, this is not about blame. This is about factor and natural effect by due response. This is the chainsaw cutting through the snake. It's natural due response. The assessment, I am a peace-loving man, moved to take up my civic duty in response to public assessment. We are a peace-loving species. As humanity, and as we find it, the only way we've ever been fooled into war was through scandalous lies, false flaggeries, and strained effort in order to grasp for control of us through threat and hype of fear. I'm not going to war. I'm not killing anybody. And I might get shot by fools. And I might die. But I would be more authentic. I pray we can all be more authentic than that. The aspects of such acts are easily seen to be unnatural to our species by instances of the chaos emergent itself, as only acts that are obtuse and inauthentic create social chaos. I could go on deeply into the psychology of that. I have, actually. I've published it in a philosophy 
publication called The Philosopher's Stone on Medium in a response, but let's move on. The evidence points to such aims being obtuse in lack of reasoning as an excuse to cull the herd, in quotations, by a faulty belief that, in quote, in quoting, uh, it is the only way we as humanity can survive as a species, end quote. That is ridiculous. This is obviously obtuse, as I know, and many of us know the truth is that many positive movements, many brilliant inventions, many technological advancements, many logical and sensible organizations, and many good-hearted people have found many ways we could easily have a sustainable, efficient, economic, sane, as well as with sensible society, government, and diplomacy, without the need of there being any less amount of human individuals on this earth. Depopulation is stupid. It's, it's, it is. So the denial that we see here in this call for depopulation, calling the herd, is had solely and only by those ignorant who forget the current market system itself is faulty. Greed-based econ economics is inherently oxymoron as the definition of economy is to have the efficient use of resources. And while such is too proud to actually search once on Google or Bing or Yahoo, even just once to see if others have found better ways, the humility of even entertaining the idea is vast. That is very pinpoint important. Because what I'm saying there is there is cut loss fallacy, or otherwise known as lost cause fallacy, the psychological perspective, where a person has invested so much in a belief or so much in an emotion. That they're in denial of seeing how the thing that they've invested in is without value. It happens to the best of us. It should not ever get to the extent where a person is so proud and ignorant that the whole world is affected. The evidence of sustainability, and I gave cited links to each of these. A quick showcase of science-minded movements who displayed sound reasonability of economic efficiency and sustainability in cultivating a humane humanity of wholesome prosperity include the Venus Project with Jacques Fresco, the Zeitgeist Movement with Peter Joseph, the Transition Movement with Nicole Bangfang, the Re-Economy Project Movement with Nenad, the Love Movement with Marina Love, the World Peace Disclosure from the Earth Cooperative, the Angelian Movement with Michael Petrakis, and, of course, Kapuhuna Global with me, Sean Villavana. And that is my name. Yes, I'm not just the mystic man. I do have a legal title. Okay, the very fact that even one of us exists in our passionate aim, given our work by which each individual speaks for themselves. JFK had once given a speech precisely warning us of the aspect, and you can hear it on YouTube when I give the source link to that. This petition is about moving ahead with the transition towards practical, logical, and economic sustainability regardless and hopefully before any extremely dumb plan towards another mass sterilization attempt gets put into motion, or worse, another mass culling of the herd. I will leave out the historical genocide links in faith that the reader too knows that all genocide or mass murder, or even murder at all, is just plain dumb as well as immature. The solution. The solution is within the social concurrence of 
communally enforced accountability had by any individual or organization who so betrays humanity by such greedy or selfish or evil means, just as the plethora seen in history for, for the past hundred years. But it is true, the average individual is not privy in the dynamics of psychological effect, the measurements in cognitive denials, legal and logical fallacy, or adept in emotional wisdom, which are inherently the blind spots that affect us all. And that also means the country at the individual level, as is, of America is not yet maturely suited to take upon themselves the responsibilities of the civic duty being called upon them by the stir of the times. The way we responsibly handle this lacking in our two-dimensional blind spots each is through each other, lending one another perspective. It takes two eyes to see depth. And the only way any can see they know the depth of another's reasoning is through their awareness being extension to our resolve. That takes faith. That takes trust. And that takes the deserving of that. That takes the dignity to be trust and the virtue to be honorable in it. It's not necessary to believe depopulation is even up for debate. When there are many who've given the clear evidence that we've had the technology to feed, clothe, and house everyone on Earth for the past 20 years, I propose a true democracy had, and I claim it is easily had with the technology we already utilize globally and have. With respect to human re reasonability, human empathy, and compassion, stern repose and reform, as well as open of every choice, man, woman, and child alike, as viable to be of overruling to the voice of any other in due contrast unto another's reasonable senses. Such a system has already existed in many forms of technology online, and for the time being, to start, I propose we use one. The voting system created called the perfect choice, invented by Emmanuel Nuska. In Symbiosis 2, Two, the system and the methodology used in the educational debate platform Kyalo, that's K-I-A-L-O. And with, three, utilizing blockchain ledger technology in order to ensure validity and authenticity in each individual voice. In this system, there would be perfect freedom of speech and vote. There would be no possible chance for discrepancies in the voting system. And there would be the assurance that only reasonability, in honor of humane humanity, by its virtues, would command judgment and recourse. Thank you for reading, for you listeners, for listening, and for taking the time to click the given links, which you could, you could find. I will give source in the post. And any services or products through the any given affiliate link, because I do put some affiliate links in there. Just one, really, but I might put more. I don't know. <laughs> you got to make money off of this, because you know what? This took my work. And it is really, really taking up a lot of my life, really. I sacrifice. I would sacrifice my entire life, yes. Make it easy on me, please. So I can continue to support pillars of a humane humanity, pillars which are only possible by the support of you as foundation. And that's me saying I support you. Not that I'm saying I support the world. No, you support the world. All of us together. All I can do is support you. And ask for support. Regards, Sean. Wuma okeo okaaina ikapono o humanity. The life of the land is perpetuated in the noble deeds of humanity. You might have heard me say that a lot on this show. I usually say it at the end of each show. That's what it means. It's a 
twist on the Hawaiian state quote. But we say of Hawaii in Hawaii. But I want to say of humanity. Why has aloha? But we can all have that too. Now I will go over it again. What I am proposing in this petition voting system in our politics. A voting system that uses a dual voting dynamic which was created by Emmanuel Nuska in Italy. He's told me that he's already been able to get the Italian government to try it out and they've used it and it works fantastically. You see in our current way of voting we choose the uh, you know, one or two, you know, which is a thing, a one, you know, out of a, you know, out of a, a, a choices, right? We pick. And it's not really logical because we miss the factors of it in the way that he argues it in his creation called the perfect choice is that everything is balanced. Everything is in nature a plus and a minus, you know. Where a thing moves, it's not in where it was before anymore. And there's reasoning behind that. So when we move our decision to a choice, you can choose a positive of what's the positive reason, but you can also choose the negative for something else, showing the negative in another direction. I think it's genius. I think that it could do a lot of help for humanity because it puts things into perspective of why we make our choices. And isn't that the whole point? I believe it is. The second part that I recommend in this petition is that we use the structure system in Kylo. Kylo.com or Kylo, that's K-I-A-L-O dot E-D-U. It's a debate platform, and it's brilliant. It allows for people to have a vote, a choice, a say. And it allows for reasonability, sensibility, and logic to win the vote, to win the uh, overall debate. I think that makes perfect sense to use. Do we not want reason and logic and sense in the Decisions that we make as countries, as, as a world, as humanity? I do. Do you want reasonability, sensibility, and logic to be used and utilized in the decision-making of the world, of your country, of your community? Well, if you would look to see Kylo... And the, the perfect choice developed by Manuel Nuska, you would see that that makes much more logical sense to use as platforms for voting and for having a say on things than the structures that we use now, which can hardly be called structures, as they really are the uh, cracks the cracks in our hopes and our foundations, really. The cracks that everything is seeping through. Now, the third one is we do all this on the blockchain. The blockchain's ledger technology. Now, the blockchain is open source. That means anybody can, can see what's behind it all, working it all. The, uh, they can see every vote everything said there's no hiding there's no hiding the 
people's votes and there's no lying there's no fraud you you can't have a fraud on it because every single action is retraceable and verified before even allowed published it's verified by the by the entire blockchain which which should basically set up as you would have let's say we have like 200 nodes right and these are these these nodes are all around the world servers whatnot and each and every single one of them carries the entire history of every transaction on the blockchain. That's how it works. So when a transaction happens, let's say it was a false transaction that was made up lie. Some hacker tried to say that, oh, I got this money and whatnot, right? Well, every single node goes and looks at it. And then looks at its past history to see if the past history had by that by that ledger reflects the exact same past history had by its own ledger and if any one of them which of course it would just one it would have all of them but you know let's say logically if a person was able to hack maybe a whole bunch of them you know right Let's say a whole bunch of them got hacked, right? You know, somebody tried to to lie about it, right? And they all said this. Well, if you couldn't get past uh, 51% hacking of all of the ones, then it wouldn't work. You would have to hack at least 51% of them. And at that point, it would be obvious. This is why it's impossible to hack. I mean, it's probably will be po possible one day right you know but I don't think so I don't think so at all because the technology around the uh, blockchain capability especially when it comes to things like uh, the dApps and EOS things that um, I know I haven't mentioned on the show about before but you should definitely look into Every, all of us should we should always be up with our tech and at least trying because it's going to be a lot more uh, it'll come to the point where those who know and have uh, understandings of the capabilities that are out there more as in you know those who know the vast amounts because you're going to be there's already vast amounts of technology in every direction nobody's communicating between them people don't even know people don't even know <laughs> like you have like companies out there that are buying services from other companies when there's technology that's really already made it like obsolete like years ago i swear to god <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy you know like uh, there's some companies that will sell you an ssl certificate for like 500 bucks and the, the thing is is that nobody knows like you can you can make those yourself they're free i mean <laughs> you know <laughs> And and even if you're not, you know, making them yourself, like you can get them a valid, you know, valid SSL security tickets, and, you know, from from validated places like like a uh, Cloudflare, Cloudflare, Facebook uses Cloudflare. Why would you think it's not, you know, just because they they offer it for free? Why would you think it's not fucking good security? It is. I mean, damn it, it it, it uh, hosts the security for one of the biggest websites in the world Facebook you know now of course um, yeah everything can you know people like to say there's nothing unhackable and it's you know that's probably true that's probably very true but um it's about point behind it right you know because there comes a point where things are like really hard to hack and you don't really get much from it anyway, so why would you do it, right? You know, it's like me. Like, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have any money. Yeah, that's why I don't really trip too much on hackers. Like, what do what do they want? Like, I don't know. You can have my penis pictures. You could have just asked. <laughs> like, you know, like a normal person. Well, I guess a normal person doesn't go around asking for penis pictures, but. But there are some women out there. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, 
See, that's the I think, uh, and they're totally off topic, totally off topic. But I think it's very funny. Is that um, I think a lot of people um, the unspoken thing, the elephant in the room, is that you know, uh, the, there's a joke you know about how like oh yeah you know the um, guys going and showing girls penis you know their penis pictures and shit. But it's like, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that anybody should ever do that. Never. Don't ever fucking do that. <laughs> you know, it's bad. It's stupid. And it's really, really immature. And I, I did it once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, just don't do that. Just don't do that. I don't know if I was drunk or something. I was just stupid. I was retarded. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, the unspoken thing that people want to talk about, and the reason why it happens, is because women ask for it a lot of times, and we get used to it as guys. And that's the truth of it, is that we wouldn't do that if fucking we didn't think it was like just a normal thing. <laughs> you know? It's like that that's why it happens. And now of course there's crazy people out there, you know, who like just fucking would do that, you know, whatever. They'd do anything, you know, and, and um think it's normal. I cannot explain that and I, I don't uh I don't claim that that's anything that can be explained, but you know, uh, hey, here's the thing that people don't talk about is that women do ask guys to show them their dicks, you know? And it's true. Maybe we should make a petition about that next. Declare the open sourceness of the every time when women say that. No, no, I'm just kidding. That would be really awkward. And probably we're in a lot of marriages, but it's been a wonderful time. Thank you. You can find this petition, not the not the penis, you know, woman asking for penis pictures one. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't exist yet. But uh, you can make it on change.org, or you can find my petition up at change.org slash equal vote. So that's change, C-H-A-N-G-E dot org slash equal, E-Q-U-A-L dash vote. Uumau ke'ea o ka'ana i kapona o humanity. The life of the land is perpetuated in righteous deeds of humanity.